Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. The war in Ukraine is affecting almost every aspect of life in Europe, including sports. NPR's Eleanor Beardsley sends this report from the French Open. Oh, allez, allez, allez. Stefan Gurov, CEO of a sports management company, cheers on one of his clients, women's world number 67, Varvara Gracheva, who's Russian. Gurov also represents Ukrainian players. He says it's difficult as the war has created tensions in the locker rooms. As a players management company, you know, we're not into politics, you know. Our duty is to stay behind your players, support them wherever they come from. He says tennis, like soccer, has been especially affected by the war because both have widely watched international events. Russian and Belarusian athletes have been allowed to play at Roland Garros under strict neutrality, no flags, no anthems. But Wimbledon, which starts later this month, has banned them. Gracheva's coach, Jean-René Lisnard, says she's only 21 and she left Russia for France five years ago. She's trying to do her job as good as she can, you know. It's just a shame for these players to be linked to that, you know. If uh, we would penalize every American players or French players or any country every time there is a war, some players will never play. <laughs> right? Hey, hi, thank you. I'm so sorry. I've just finished practice and I, uh, I came to the room. That's world number 80 Ukrainian Diana Yastremska, who's left Paris now and is playing in a grass court tournament in the Netherlands to prepare for Wimbledon. The 22-year-old had to flee her home in Odessa. She says playing in the French Open was difficult. You try to be focused on tennis, but you can do that only when you're on the court. Behind you all the time, putting your focus on the news and you're always trying to go sleep with some thoughts about the peace and you wake up with very bad reality. In an interview broadcast on French television at the start of the French Open, Yastremska called on Russian players to denounce the war. Since the invasion, only one Russian player has reacted, writing no to war across a camera lens at a tournament in Dubai in February. Researcher Luca Aubin wrote a book about Russian President Vladimir Putin's use of sports as a geopolitical weapon. It's very difficult for a Russian athlete to be against the war because sports is patriotism in Russia. If you are against the war, you are a bad Russian. You are a traitor. Fans at the French Open are divided. Wimbledon is wrong because these players are not on their national team. They're playing as individuals, says Imad Mechtoum, so punishing them is unfair. But German fan Jürgen Platz says Wimbledon got it right. This is okay what the English guys do. With these Russian guys, I would do the same, exclude them. As long as the war is running. Ukrainian player Diana Yastremska says maybe it is hard for Russian players to publicly denounce the war because of Putin, but they could at least acknowledge Ukrainians suffering in private. I think they could make some kind of meeting uh, between all the Russians, Belarusian and Ukrainian players, at least something, you know, but they don't do anything. 
Yastremska says seeing the war at home and having to pretend like nothing is wrong in front of Russian players abroad is unbearable. She, too, believes Wimbledon made the right move. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, Paris. This message comes from Schwab. With Schwab Investing Themes, it's easy to invest in ideas you believe in, like online music and videos, artificial intelligence, electric vehicles, and more. Schwab's research uncovers emerging trends, then their technology curates relevant stocks into over 40 themes to choose from. Schwab Investing Themes is not intended to be investment advice or a recommendation of any stock or investment strategy. Visit schwab.com slash thematic investing. Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club. NPR Wine Club members have contributed over $1.5 million to helping create a more informed public. B21. Join the charge at nprwineclub.org slash podcast. All that sitting and swiping, your body is adapting to your technology. Learn how and what you can do about it. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. Once I started realizing what a difference these little bricks were making, there's no turning back for me. Take NPR's Body Electric Challenge Listen to the series wherever you get your podcasts.